Come on. Come on. Hey, hey. Yo, the first party after this coronavirus shit, Jesus. Is Yo, going. I sent out Ivy that like technically I sent uh, Ivy and promise and all that like that someone is really not ending to like end of September. Like <laughs> we gonna get that. <laughs> We're gonna get it in, bro. Like, <laughs> we're gonna figure it out. We're gonna get it in. Like, mm-hmm. like, oh man, this suppression. Like, I just, I, yeah. I'm surprised if people are doing this, going out, like, just really active all the way to, to like winter until it's like, it's like getting on. No, like, for sure, this is the fall and winter in which I do the most shit I've ever done in my life. For sure. Like, there's absolutely no reason for you to be in your house if it's not like. <laughs> Uh, like what's that thing that frost warning outside right. yeah like, if, 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 if we're not getting told by the government to stay indoors yeah and, and I personally don't think anybody's going to uh, I think everybody's going to take that on so for example like think about it right we've been forced to be inside for so long and now it's opening up but now that it's opening up it's so hot Mm. Right, like before, we kind of get the spring, we warm yeah, up we warm into up. it, and then like everywhere is kind of like already expecting no, the heat, just... and you're out, you're going like it's cool. Now it's just kind of like fuck. Like I've just, I've never heard so many complaints about the heat, like this much. Yeah, like, I mean, I'm not hearing complaints either because I'm telling people to shut the fuck up. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's, that's actually that, that's so true. Because, you do not like, yo, get to complain. Yeah, you really don't. Like you complain about winter, right? You complain about the pandemic. Fair. <laughs> it's Fair, like yo, valid, yeah, yeah it's just like yo, like this is the fucking chant, and it's sunny and nice outside. Please stop bitching, like, mm. like you got AC or you got a fan, like, oh, you don't have to come outside. Yeah, shit, yeah. isolate. And, and you know what? If you don't have AC or a fan, well, I'm sorry. Like, <laughs> my my my, my <laughs> heart is with you. It's better than freezing to death. Okay, yeah, yeah. it is. <laughs> like, Honestly, it's better than cold. Um, <laughs> but yeah, you're totally right. Like, I think people are gonna. Use use the fall and winter as much as they can. Yeah, um, at least I know I am. And For sure. Honestly, even the summer, I'm using as much of the summer. Like I'm gonna be going out, fucking. That's good, man. Hiking and what the fuck not. You know what? Enjoy nature. Yeah. From Yawa, this is two takes on the pod. Hello and welcome to another episode of Two Takes on a Pod. I am your host, Falaren. And I am Osai, another host. <laughs> this is our podcast where we give you two takes on our theme of the moment. <laughs> Yo, he said another host like I wasn't going to like let him speak. <laughs> like, Yo, it's another one. Like, There's another one coming up. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Pick me, nigga. Like, what are you saying? <laughs> um, yeah, man. Welcome to another episode, guys. I feel like it's been a minute. Oh, yeah. It has been a minute. Um, yeah. You know, there's been a lot going on. Too much, man. Yeah, like, man. Too it's, much. It's actually been a lot, you know. Um, and the, the first half of 2020 has certainly felt like six years. Yeah, man. Yeah. Just, I feel like if you take the events of 2000 to 2006, you could probably fit it all in the first six months of 2020. Yeah, man. We just kept yeah. hitting, get, like every month was a new hit. You know what I mean? One. At new some one. point, people just think that UFOs are going to come up and we're going to be like, whatever. Yeah. Like, actually, you know what? if we're going to be like super fucking specific slash real about it. Mm-hmm. Between May 25th and June, like, 11th or 12th, mm-hmm. it felt like the world stopped for me. Why? Um, what, George Floyd died May oh, 25th. That's true. Right? And then just everything else right, that happened since, right? Like, all of the marches, like, all of the conversations, like, everything. Mm-hmm. Everything. Um, right. And those, those two weeks, those two and a half weeks, 
I'm curious. Yeah. Right. Um, what had a bigger impact on you? I'm when I say bigger impact, where like really just changed your perspective uh, more. Was it like kind of recognizing that COVID-19 was really going to be a global big issue and like your life, the way you live your life is going to be changed for at least a little bit of a period? Mm-hmm. Or was it this Ahmaud Arbery and like uh, George Floyd uh, basically what happened there and like what's basically even sparked after that i think the answer to that question lies in how you just described covid19 it's going to affect my life for a little bit Mm -hmm. blackness is my life exactly that's the difference Mm -hmm. right like covid like was always going to be temporary right or we always saw it as temporary right right? i mean uh, temporary three years is still temporary that's what i'm saying right i'm damn near 30 right right? like uh I've got, hey, a few hey, hey. I've got a few years to 30, please. No one ever fucking remind me of that. Technically, it would have been 30. Anyway, <laughs> over 30, but yeah. whatever. <laughs> We're close. 30 is a good age, you know? Shut up, Flo. <laughs> um, yeah, but like, no, I, I've, I've been black all my life. What, what this period has done for me mm-hmm. has reminded me of how painful racism is and like all of the moments in my life in which I just fucking shrugged it off. Yeah. That's what this period has done. Yeah. And that shit is exhausting, mm-hmm. right? Because it's, it happens randomly. It happens like after I get off a phone call with a client and I have to think about how that phone call went. And it was like, hmm, was, was there anything that I, that I couldn't have done that wasn't like on a professional thing? Was it like, mm-hmm. did I mispronounce a word? Like, right. Uh, you know, like, oh, shit like that, right. you know? Um, Right. I mean, yeah. And, and, then, and then that sparks a memory. You know, that sparks like a, oh, fuck. Because it's like yeah. you're fighting against a previous version of yourself that had to deal with the shit before. Right. And then you're probably questioning how you handled it before and like how all of that was together. And like, oh, man, like you basically you weren't awoken to what was going on. And like, there you go. Uh, awoken so, is a word. Uh, um, but like, yeah, awoken. Um, awaken, awoken, whatever. Both work. Yeah, right, right. But like, basically, you weren't aware. So like, for me, it, it literally was a similar, similar thing where like, when I think about it, it was almost like, when COVID happened, I had to voluntarily, and it was not like voluntarily change the way I see things. Like, okay, mm. this might have a bigger impact. How? And like you're exploring, right? And you're like looking and maybe reading, you know, seeing how people are responding to it, how mm. different industries are impacted versus like with what that happened. Like George uh, uh, Ahmed Arbery happened and uh, that was kind of like, messed up and fucked up and I just felt like you really in this time then but like seeing George Floyd George Floyd was for me was when like I don't think I can see it the same Hmm. I I can't see I I see my blackness completely differently following Hmm. right like it's just I can't see it the same way anymore you know what I'm saying so it's like versus like I didn't need to do research for that you know what I mean? I didn't need to look it up or check anywhere. Like, it just became different. I just realized, okay, I'm looking at my company a little bit different. I'm looking at, you know, we talked about this, um, our friendships, our relationships with people that are from other races. Like, I'm looking at those a little bit different as well. Not necessarily attacking them or anything like that, but just kind of like, there is now another layer that I'm paying attention to very intently that probably before I kind of just shrugged off. Can I put that into a question? Sure. I think the question you're now asking every time, mm-hmm. correct me if I'm wrong, mm-hmm. um, but don't because I have a story. Is, <laughs> <laughs> Just heads up. That's awesome. Is, um, do you see my humanity? Absolutely. And do you know why I'm asking that fucking question? We went to the same school, so this is going to fuck you up. So mm-hmm. in year 11, we're graduating, mm-hmm. right? right? So the school we went to is in Southeast Asia. It's in a little country called Brunei. Um, and like, it's a pretty big school it's international school so you have like a ton of nationalities that go but it's still mostly white right it's like 
Naturally. 65-70% white people go to this school in Asia, of course. Um, and we're graduating and like they're giving out end of year awards. And do you know the memory that keeps coming back to me since this shit happened? Since George Floyd died? Mm-hmm. They're giving out things like, you know, most likely to be famous, most likely to, you know, become an athlete. Random shit that you do in high school. Right. Do you know what I won? What? Best lookalike. Do you know to who? No. A Malteser. Are you serious? Now, let me fucking break this down for you. Oh, wow. Okay. That, that, that's I asked th- who because you would think best lookalike would be to a fucking human. Right. Right, exactly. It was to a chocolate snack. This, the, the level of this shit didn't hit me to like... This is 2007. Right. That's not that long ago. I went up on a stage to accept this certificate. Like, do you know what I mean? Like, right. this is end of year, like, shit. Right. And everybody and my just... my classmates, including the teachers, like... You know what I mean? Or in this banquet hall, I'm in a fucking suit and I'm getting up to accept best lookalike to a chocolate. Wow. That's that's the racism that we don't talk about. You know what I mean? Holy like, shit, wow. That's fucked on so many levels, right? Bro, I'm so disgusted, man. <laughs> but, but, it, but it's like, again, do you see my humanity? That's the question. That That's what it keeps coming back to. Like, that's what this moment is bringing us back to. Okay, so I have to jump in and, like, ask. So, so I left a little bit earlier, right? But before I left, like, you need to understand that, like, Florence, like, playing soccer. Like, star athletes. Like, oh, fucking A, bro. Like, Florence, Florence killing it. Like, like you know, they're out here playing. Like, Florence playing going off like um, musically too um, we did drama like we had done like a buffalo like yo so there's there's a lot of things it's not like you're just coming here doing your one little class and you leave like Florence out here yeah, everybody exactly knows quiet, everybody yeah. knows Florence Florence out here bro like he he technically should have won maybe like it to be a celebrity act like because he's performing like he, he like he knows how like like that was just the natural thing like I performed at the prom too actually dude I, I, <laughs> I, you see what the fuck I mean like yo dude we had like these lip sync battles that we used to do like yo, so yo this nigga's yo. a performer no, it's, it's, <laughs> this nigga's a performer like crazy. the fact that yeah. like yo <laughs> the fact that like that's where they went after how many years like this just remember that like now I left earlier mm-hmm. so there's just an, enough well, all of that was enough I think in my personal opinion and I know that that didn't just stop when I left you understand what I'm saying so this whole period the fact that that's what that ending I am so disgusted like yo the respect I had for that school <laughs> Is is completely different now. Yeah. I'm I'm sorry. I can't unsee it. Like, because I definitely looked at our school. Like, okay, this is a good. Like, I completely. It, it. But you know, like, uh, actually, what what brings it? What makes it really present was like, you know, a couple of old friends. They're sending out around a petition, right? And a lot right. of the like, you know, black and not non-white folks who've gone to that school, like, right? Bringing the racist or racism, right? Uh, racism or racist acts, excuse me, or like right. experiences of racism to light to you know the, the principal and the board of directors and stuff. And so mm-hmm. people are signing this like. Letter. Oh really? Yeah, and so I should, probably should have sent it to you. But mm. actually, you know what? This was my actual reaction. I saw it and I closed it because I have all of these memories. I, I, I mean, I talked about the Maltese one, but like, I'm telling you that that's not even the worst. Wow. <laughs> like, like I, I mean, I've been spat wow. out on a football pitch. Like, that's the first. Like, you know, there's there's so many things that like you 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 just there were definitely fights to because of racism. You know, what I mean, sure. you just learn to forget. Right. Right. Uh, but when you're 12, 13, these things are not insignificant in your mind. Right. You learn to forget them. Because you learn to deal and live like life, right? Mm-hmm. But then again, and that's in Asia, and then you come to here, 
and it's like the, it's a whole different kind of racism, but still the exact same shit. <laughs> like you know, it still, it still feels the same. <laughs> exactly, it still, it still feels, feels the same. same. We just call it something else. Like exactly. it just looks different. You know. Right. Um. So th- that's what that's what, when you ask that question about like COVID nineteen versus like you know George Floyd dying. Nah, it was it was not even comparable. Oh past. yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. me neither. Me, yeah. me neither. I just know that those were two seismic shifts mm-hmm. in how people saw the world. Yeah, and probably like, themselves. For me it was like this, and then COVID. Like honestly, I, I I thought COVID was significant. I know, man. That's, what <laughs> that's, that's the like, reason why I keep that, saying that. Like I'm asking the question because like because now. The feeling I still get is really from this. It's not from COVID, COVID. anymore. Yeah. COVID is almost it's like so easy to forget. We're in a it's, pandemic it's, it's right just now. Like, it's just like it's just even though it sounds just like like I'm dealing with it, and maybe because I'm fortunate enough where like I'm not being significantly impacted in terms of loss of job, school, all those different things that some people are experiencing right now. Like that's that is that it's it's not even close because the way you're seeing it, you're revisiting. It's like you're revisiting every single experience every single microaggression every single overt aggression like all of it and you're now questioning like yo these like like you said do they see my humanity really Mm. like really do they see it like because when you see because when you watch George Floyd dying you're like Bro, like that's when the reason when I told you that this is gonna be different. I was yeah. saying that, and the reason why is just cause like it was like visual confirmation that this guy don't give a fuck. Yeah. And then like anybody else that sees this and doesn't have the same feeling that we do, clearly doesn't see us in the same thing. Like that's what I was saying. I was saying like yo, like this is a humanity issue. It's not even a race. Like this is like you shouldn't do this to any fucking person. You mm-hmm. shouldn't do this to any fucking animal. Like even like. Just- yeah. Bro. So, okay, so this episode. Yeah, that's, um, how, that's how we feel. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Deep breath, Usa. 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 Yeah, that, that, that yeah, did we'll, get a little intense. We'll be back after this musical break. <laughs> <laughs> So on this episode, um, we're basically talking about um, two things, which maybe could be summarized into one thing. Um, I've not been able. I don't to even do know that. why you're numbering them because we're going to end up talking about a bunch of shit. We are going to yeah. talk like yeah, you know, we've been itching, okay? Itching. Well, we've also had to work through some things, so you know, this it's this this emotion. Sorry, go on. <laughs> among other things. <laughs> But yes, emotions one of them. Anyway, um, so we are we were basically discussing uh well we were just talking about everything that's been going on um uh, with our blackness, right? Especially if you live in North America. Um and then probably, you know, yeah, let's let's stick with that for now. And um some of the things that we've been ex- experiencing and seeing is that like some of this conversation is getting lost. 
um, for sometimes for good reasons. Sometimes uh, it's kind of like everybody has well intentions, but uh, it's just come up. Mm. So we want to talk about, you know, the whole J. Cole no name thing. And it's really not to um, point fingers or, you know, it's really just to explore those two perspectives, maybe where we should be looking at things at and how we should be approaching things. Yeah. Yeah. Some of the missed opportunities on, on both sides. Um, or if it's one side, we'll, we'll discuss that. And then like, <laughs> <laughs> if it's one side, if it's one side, right. I, I mean, like, I think that's a great example as you were just really, um, uh, outlining is a great example of just, you know, two people agree, I don't want to say agreeing but like having the same perspective and talking past each other right and then like that normally wouldn't really be uh, I don't want to say not a bad thing or, or, or a relevant or significant thing but obviously these are people of stature right and then also everybody's home everybody's angry everybody's agitated so, you know so people just hop on that wave and just vent or, or point fingers or, or make it kind of like bigger than it really should be exactly um, but, but I mean I, I Okay, so if we want to talk about the like actual merits on each side of the of the argument, right? Okay, Which I think yeah, inter- that's that's interesting to me. Okay, right? yeah. So I would like, uh, should we just get into it right now? Fuck I it. mean, wait, would you want to stick? What, what are yeah, we, what are we fucking? So, <laughs> <laughs> so, so the the other thing we're talking about is really just like. Um, Talking about like sports and be, oh, wait, using, we'll using get, as a, we'll, we'll get to that. We'll Let's get to that, this, but yeah. like that's the only thing we're talking about. Go, 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 go. go okay, go, go. I mean, like, uh, oh fuck. Okay, so we're talking about merits on each side. Yes. I mean, so, mm-hmm. okay, so thirty second background. Uh, no name tweets. Your favorite rappers don't. Uh, your favorite rappers right now are not talking about the moment. Their whole discographies will be about the black struggle. And in a moment like this, they won't see anything. They won't see anything. You won't see any of them. Yeah, I we think, don't see them. Yeah, this is me. Paraphrasing her tweet, obviously. Um, and then uh, J. Cole, as somebody whose discography is really about the black struggle, uh, <laughs> took that to heart and and dropped a song called Stone the Bluff. I still haven't listened to the song, but I have read the lyrics. Um, and and then that sparked a conversation. Right. I think that's a general framework of what we're about to talk about. And the best uh, kiss, best scenario. But, yeah. <laughs> I, uh, I, I will be like frank in saying, like, when I read the lyrics, I thought, this is harmless in my, my opinion, mm-hmm. right? I mean, there's one specific thing that I don't want to say I take issue with, but I can he- see how people take issue with, right? which is the tone policing thing. Right. Um, and if you're going to talk about the intersection of, you know, white supremacy and patriarchy and how we treat black women, mm-hmm. J. Cole talking about the tone of a black woman when she's, you know, making a point, mm-hmm. you can argue that that is the thing that he shouldn't do. Okay, I'm going to give you that one. I struggle with right? that one. Fair. But but if, if I'm going to concede a point, if I'm going to give you anything, right. I'm going to give you that one, right? right? But here's the thing. J. Cole is a rapper. Mm-hmm. Um, and what do I expect rappers to do? Rap. Rap. I expect you to rap. Sometimes I expect you to sing through autotune, but, you know, mostly I expect you to rap. Right. And... I feel like if Jaco was going to express himself in response to something that he took personal, you can talk. You can talk about whether him taking it personal or not should be a thing. Mm-hmm. Sure, go for it. But if he took it personal and he was like, you know what? Oh my God, she's got a point. Or you know what? That fucking stung a little. Mm-hmm. I want to express myself. I want to respond. Jaco could have given us a five tweet thread, you know, in response. He could have, right. you know, but he just rapped because that's what rappers do. And I don't know why people take issue with that. Right now. Full disclosure, I'm a no-name fan. I love her. I think she's incredible. Um, and so I actually listened to her response, Song 33, and it was mm-hmm. fire, right? Um, but again, this is stuff that it's like, she's a rapper, so she rapped back. 
and it's fine. <laughs> like I, I see what she was saying with her initial tweet, right? Mm-hmm. Like none of none of these rappers are like on the front lines. None of these rappers are really saying anything, mm-hmm. and we shouldn't give a fuck. Like who the fuck gives a shit about what Ja Rule has to say at a time like this? Oh, like, oh my god, like, I love that. You know so I mean? let's 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 jump on that, right? Because that's that's kind of where I kept going back to. Like who the fuck cares what Ja Rule thinks, right? And obviously we we love Ja Rule, but like not right now. We right? nigga, you speak right. French now? Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> that was good. I love that. I love that. <laughs> Nigga, if you dance to a couple of his songs, which you have, yeah. you like that. Yeah. But anyway, yeah, yeah. 50 says really done a number on him, man. So crazy. Anyway, um, <laughs> but um, but like so so um, in um, the Chappelle special when it came out and said that like that that's what his frustration was with um Don Lemon. It's like yo, motherfuckers, everything I've done is literally to speak to these things. Like, mm-hmm. you still want to hear me now? Like, hey, he's going to have the impulse to speak and, you know, as a creative, like, he's going to have the impulse to speak and want to share his point of view and talent with the world. And honestly, we're grateful for that, right? But like, you you don't get to pick when I should be talking about something, right? It was essentially his point there. So now, if, if I take that over to the whole No Name and J. Cole thing, just, just on a principle level, you, you don't get to pick when other people should respond or say and, and do how what they feel. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? You're doing what you're feeling and we, we see it, we, we respect it, we love it, right? But like, um, yo, we're, we're on the same side. Mm-hmm. That's essentially what Jaco was trying to say. Mm-hmm. Yo, we're on the same side. I see what you're doing and it's like, damn, like, yo, I, I need to get on this level, but like, I'm not. I'm not as well-read as you. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't have, like, I... The, I'm seeing what you're doing. I'm like, yeah, like, but on this level, yeah. I don't think I have much to offer. I mean, he literally said, um, I don't read much. I just do a lot of thinking. Right. Like, when we- <laughs> you're a fool. <laughs> so we could take him literally like he doesn't read much and doesn't just only all he does is think. Or it's just like when you see like, what's it called? No name giving all these like great references, recommendations and all these kind of things. Like there's no way you're going to sit down here and like, oh, I can speak to that. Right. And I think that anybody with a voice or a platform is feeling and experiencing the same is is experiencing the same thing like how do i approach this how do i help how do i contribute and do i have to come out in front of you to tell you i contributed to to, to make it okay mm, yeah you know I mean, what i'm what, saying what's what I, what I think is the icing on the cake of all of this mm-hmm. is no name coming out yesterday or the day after mm-hmm. before uh, right and, and talking about not being a leader and asking people to just leave her alone right and i think that almost epitomizes or um Yes. That that puts ties everything nicely in a bow. Right. Because what No Name herself was doing initially with her tweet was saying that your favorite rappers are not leading in this conversation. Right. Right? And now she's like, bro, listen, I ain't I ain't no Barack. Right. Right? And and that is the thing. Like leadership is not something you can just look at people and go, Oh, you're not leading, bro. Yeah, you should be leading, you're not leading. Yeah, it's it's like <laughs> right, right, and, and just, if if you're quiet, right. you will actually hear the voices that are loud enough and want to be heard. Right. right, and in a moment like this, that's what you should do. Everybody should just shh, and the people who are speaking without being asked, the people who are passionate enough, and just it, go for it. It should be organic. There you go. It should be organic. Like we want everybody to speak, and we wish everybody that we love and support and enjoy their music and their comedy and whatever art that they're providing to us. We just wish that like they could come and speak so eloquently and deliver. And some of them will not be able to do that. You know, some of them will not be able to do that. That is not their strength. That is not how they approach things. And um, even no name is basically speaking to that here. Sure, she's like, yo, if <laughs> so far, if Cole brought you here because she's a leader in these times, unfollow me. <laughs> I'm not a fucking leader. 
I'm a confused nigga reading difficult books, trying to understand this shit like everyone else. I tweet recklessly and smoke Reggie. Hey, mm-hmm. I'm nobody's leader, right? And, yeah. and, and honestly, and, I respect that so yeah, much. Like I do. I do. And, and, and I get it because what she's saying and speaking to here is the sentiment I think that Cole was carrying, mm. right? Like maybe because he's older, so he understands like the gravity of his words and his position. And he's saying, hey, like if I'm coming out here to come and start pushing, 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 I need to make sure I'm coming correct. Yeah. You understand what I'm saying? And No Name has just been doing it just because this is who she okay. is, right? And like now she's like now she's now trying to get all these leaders stuff, and she's like, nah, 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 nah. I want to, I want to continue exploring this my way without having to be a responsible, responsible for everybody else, right? And like that's ultimately what I think they're both feeling, and as artists, right? Because that's probably what they need to be able to create. Yeah. You know, so it's just like I see these things, and it's like it's not a point fingers, but but I think it's a lesson in terms of like you know I think Florian was saying this earlier when we were discussing it's like um not talking past each other mm-hmm. and talking to each other right and the reason why like i think tone comes into this or i don't think like it was like an it, it was a uh, what's the word gaslighting or or dismissive to 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 address the whole tone thing is because like we're all on the same side right so if, for example like if if let's say this person has come at you with a certain energy and hasn't worked or whatever it is like you you like if i come at you for Lauren, like and I'm, I'm i'm super mad aggressive you know like Yo, what the f- what the fuck? Mm. You know what I'm saying? Like, like you're gonna have a negative response to like what I'm trying to tell you. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like, it, it's my responsibility as a person trying to deliver this message to say, hey, like, yo, no, I, I think we can get this together because that's that's really what you're saying. So it's like. It's like we understand the sentiment. We feel her. Like mm-hmm. I feel, I feel what she's saying. I was like, like okay, like I was looking and checking. Like yo, I hope nobody's just trying, trying to put out their fucking album right now. You better have some shit to say. Mm-hmm. You know, I get that. But at the same time, we we have to let these we have to, we have to let artists like you create. Mm-hmm. We have to let artists like you be you. And like when you want to take on that leadership or take on that mantle, we'll be here ready to support you. Yeah, you know, and and like yeah. So let's like let's. You know, we're all fucking allies on here. The same side. Let's, yeah, we're on the same side, right? Relax. Like, some of us could be better allies. Yeah. That's fair. That's very, very fair, especially when it comes to black women and, like, so many things that we are seeing happening to black women right now, like, mm-hmm. as we speak. Like, Breonna Taylor is still, the, like, her, her killers are still free. Mm-hmm. Like, they're just chilling. Like there's, there's, there doesn't even seem to be a probe. At, well, maybe there is a probe. I don't, I don't know that for a fact. Um, but like, they're not, they're not bought in. You know what I mean? So there are definitely rooms for improvement, but I think the way we should be approaching this conversation is not really to attack each other. It's like we're trying to bring everybody in, and then if you're not trying to come in and support with the group, like fucking Terry Crews, um, then we don't need to hear from you. Go and sit in your corner, relax. And just chill for a bit. Okay, so... If we're if we're gonna like if we're gonna talk about what actually using your voice means, um, this is where the sports connection comes in really nice. Mm-hmm. Um, and I see you've got a couple examples here. I'm gonna lead with this one because I think this is the most interesting one um, <laughs> because this is my sport. <laughs> exactly. This is, yeah, yeah, this is the best, most perfect one too. <laughs> no I blemishes. Say, I wouldn't say it's the perfect one. Um, oh, uh, uh, probably. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Trust me. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So Marcus Rashford. Um, so what Marcus Rashford did, and again, correct me if I'm wrong. Um, is he advocated for the um, for the British government to continue to fund lunches for kids um, through the coronavirus period? Right, right. Which, first of all, if you're out there and thinking what the government was going to actually 
let kids go hungry? Yes, of course they were because they're not in school, quote unquote. Boris Johnson and the Tories. Um, like, listen, I, listen, if you're conservative and you have conservative views, that's okay. That's fine. I have no problem with you. I just have a problem with how you live out your views. <laughs> <laughs> Not you specifically, just the views themselves. Um, but yeah, Marcus Rashford um, used his platform, used his voice um, mm-hmm. to advocate on on behalf of these kids. And like, you know, he he lobbied the, the I think it's called the council out in the UK. Mm-hmm. Um, and they're extending the funding towards uh, towards the school lunches and they're going to fund, fund the kids, I think, until the end of July or something uh, throughout the right. period. Um, and, and for me, and I don't know if you know his personal story, but like his thing was that like, I used to be one of those kids. Right, so that's was, what he said, right? yeah. So, and so he um, he used his voice. And, and I think if, if you think about the duality of one, how black athletes are treated in the UK, mm-hmm. and two, how those black athletes have responded in the last little while, mm-hmm. and you kind of like compare it to the equivalent of, in the UK, like the most famous black people are usually sports sportsmen. Yeah. In the last decade, you know, you've seen a lot of musicians come up, but it's right. mostly sportsmen. Right. Um, in, in in the US and North America, it's a, a lot of sportsmen yeah. still. Right. But, like, you got to say that entertainment is really up there. Right. Right? Like, entertainment... Nah, it's probably entertainment before sports. I'm going to be honest with you. Because well, sports, sports falls sports. into entertainment, so it kind of just, like, you know... Because, like, if you think about, like, the LeBron kind of thing, right, with the MJ, where, like, when you really blow up in sports mm-hmm. you can really be a dominant force full stop sure but it, but it doesn't cross over in the sense that like J.R. Smith is still a really famous person but you're never going to call him an entertainer right, <laughs> right, right, and, right, right and he's right. never going to do that crossover like LeBron but 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 I get what you mean I get what you mean like um, like the, the on average for example J.R. Yeah, 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 Smith yeah, is, is more famous than the average black rapper yeah, I know what you're UK. saying yeah so basically like that a musician or, or, or like somebody in entertainment is basically more recognizable typically than go. an athlete there yeah I got go. you, right, got you. Right. Yeah. Rap, rapper go to the league so um, <laughs> <laughs> right Change. so 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 when you think about what those guys have done with their platforms, mm-hmm. and I can name them off, right? I'm thinking about Ian Wright and what he's been doing about black black voices, you know, over the last couple of years. Mm-hmm. Ian Wright is, is a famous Arsenal footballer, legend. yeah, Arsenal legend who has transitioned from footballer to presenter since he retired, and more recently, he's talked about like you know the struggles he's faced in his career as a broadcaster, right? So uh, activism, exactly, and talking just about showing up black in these spaces and what that means. Mm-hmm. Um, Raheem Sterling has been incredible steadfast in the last couple of years just in terms of the ridiculous racism he's experienced in the hands of the english press over the last little while mm-hmm. um and like and now you're seeing you know marcus rashford like really use his platform and use his platform in a way you wouldn't really at- attach to black activism which is like politically mm-hmm. right um i think if you're going to talk if you're going to criticize blacktivism at all right you would say that like oh oftentimes it doesn't translate to political success I like blacktivism uh, thank you I appreciate that you know, <laughs> a couple of gin in you know you will say some good shit yeah. <laughs> cheers um, but but yeah if you're going to criticize it at, at all um, you will probably say that it doesn't translate to political success mm-hmm. as often as it could right unfortunately uh, yes. unfortunately for sure right but I think you know the Rashford thing really 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 made me smile because I was right. like that's cool and I was like initially the, the thing was low key like he wasn't making any noise it was just like tweets and whatever he was just like did his thing right try to reach out to yeah, whoever those he people. could right. accomplished it and mm-hmm. then I was like great thank you for not being fucking idiots and right. taking away lunches from kids right Um, it's you know black people always gotta save the day man yeah no absolutely and, and you know and and you talked about his background and like that's the key thing about having people 
like us in some of these spaces, right? Because then you have somebody who is an advocate, like somebody who didn't have to, you know, who wasn't hungry or basically dependent on the food at school to be able to eat or get that mm. second meal of the day or the first meal of the day. Um, is really, really hoping for that. And they know that their parents might be, what, essential workers, right? Like, they're working, they're not at home, they're out there putting their lives at risk to basically take care of that economy or that community, and their kids can't afford to eat. You know, like, that's that's literally what we are looking at here. So, I don't know if that experience gets talked about if you don't have people like Marcus Rashford using his platform Mm. or at least having the opportunity to be able to speak to that, right? And I'm like, so when you think about that and you think about um, what's going on in the States, right, and the fact that uh, some athletes are kind of struggling with the fact that, hey, like this movement that's going on, I think it's really important and it's really, really um, taking up the minds and, 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 and eyes of people. I don't know if I want to go and play sports to basically mm. distract from this, right? And it's essentially what they're saying. And it, to me, it's like now I start to struggle with that because sp- the sports are the opportunities. It's almost like, you know, I feel like it's the megaphone. Right, I feel like it's a megaphone that makes you and your brand become notable in the world yeah. and it reminds people that you're here yeah. and then because it's reminding people that you're here you can use the opportunity to remind them about what's important you know what I mean and um, a, a good example of that and I know we probably are tired of me saying this but like with Kaepernick oh. right like <laughs> <laughs> Like yeah, yeah. With, with Kaepernick well, and the yeah, NFL, we're tired. <laughs> <laughs> so with Kaepernick and NFL, right, that's essentially what was happening. It was basically saying, "Hey, like, um, what's the most effective, quiet, respectful way to basically bring awareness to this? Let me let me use my platform and bring awareness to this." It's like you know what, I'm gonna sit down during national anthem because national anthem does not fucking feel like it's for me, mm-hmm. right? And now, how many years later? Everybody's like, yo, Juneteenth is the day we recognize. We don't recognize fucking July 4th because um, we were never fucking free. We didn't get that independence as well. It was only a certain group of people that got that independence, right? Like, so we're not looking back at everything and we're saying like, okay, there are ways to bring that attention because if you remember, like, Kaepernick just knew that's all he did and the whole, the president was in a fucking fury. Yeah, <laughs> you know what I'm saying. So, like, the level of attention you're able to actually use that platform to bring that doesn't happen if the NFL is not like if the if the if the season isn't on. Yeah, I mean that, that, that's fair. Okay, so you said you you feel like you feel like this uh, sports is a megaphone. What's the opposite to a megaphone? Um, a distraction, right? Okay, so um, expand on that. So basically, it's either like um, what you're doing here. Is like okay, yes, this is entertaining, but it's an opportunity to basically have certain conversations because everybody's going to be paying attention. Everybody's going to be paying to that post uh, post game conference that that you're going to sit down and talk and share whatever you're feeling. That's what we did for Kaepernick, right? Mm-hmm. Um, you can be wearing your you no. Know, they're saying that they're going to put stuff on jerseys, certain things like that. And I have an issue with some of those things, but we can get into that later. Um, uh, no, let's get into it right now. Well well, 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 I have an issue with some of those things. But like the good thing about that is that these players are not going to be muted when they are out on the field. It's not like you're going in there like so the issue with Kaepernick and the problem was like they now went to say, okay, the national anthem is going to be done, um, what's called be behind. And they didn't want him to really do post conference um mm. interviews on this issue, right? Actually, weren't they saying that Kaepernick specifically if he signed to an NFL team would be a distraction? Yes. 
specifically said like yeah. he, that's exactly what they yeah. said like they yeah. said that he would be a distraction and like oh he's not even that talented enough to get on the team or whatever Crazy. right that, which is all bullshit but like so yeah like I think ultimately you could be like the, the excuse has always been like oh this could be a distraction but the fact is that like as long as the NBA and I'll speak for the NBA I can't speak for the NFL um, like the NBA is okay and ready to help amplify those voices yeah. and they've always been you understand what I'm saying? When Donald Sterling messed up, they, they kicked him out as quickly as possible. Okay, right? okay, I'm a little bit confused right now. And Talk to again, me. feel free to um, talk to me. What's up? Me. Mm-hmm. So right now, are we talking about are we talking about the NBA coming back and whether that is um, that can be a megaphone or the the athletes can use the fact that they have this platform on national TV nightly or whatever it is yes. as a megaphone, or are we are we saying that? NBA coming back is a distraction from the fact that like yo there's a bunch of people right now who don't have sports who are now super focused on the fact that Black Lives Matter XYZ perfect right so that's a great question and like the way I would basically sum it up is there is one side of the NBA and I guess I'm having two conversations here Mm. so as far as the NBA is concerned there's one side of there's a few athletes that you know namely headed by Kyrie Irving at this point in time um that's 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 basically saying that like it's going to be a distraction and uh called Kyrie a leader <laughs> okay, you know what? That's personal. He's he's the uh, what's it called? As ex- executive, he's like the vice president of the MBPA. Is he? Yes. Yes. Kyrie. He is. So technically, he is a leader. <laughs> but yeah, so Kyrie, so so Kyrie Irving and, and a bunch of other people, and then obviously, um, I think Chris Paul is still the head. And oh uh, yeah, and uh, essentially they're also having conversations about moving forward, mm-hmm. right? So those are the two sides of the argument. Is this going to be a distraction? Is this going to be, um, or could this, you know, could we just use our platform to basically push the message? Mm-hmm. And then it's just the greater conversation where you talk. We're talking about Rashford and how the reason why that's important and that's useful is because he's a football athlete and he's basically been able to use his platform to do that, mm-hmm. right? And the fact that if he's playing on a regular basis and they're doing this post-conference, because the thing is, the way they do it in, in the UK is not really the way they do it in the States. It takes like the star athlete or the star player or the best player in the game or whoever it is, is going to come back and speak to that. The coach, the coach is going to come back and speak to how the game went and everything like mm-hmm. that. So that's always an opportunity to talk about some, some of these things. Like you can keep talking about this Breonna Taylor thing on in your post conference interview until, until somebody fucking yeah, yeah like yeah. honestly so so that's Tim, definitely an advantage of having sports back basically e- exactly yeah. so okay. i can see I the you. i can see the concern but i feel like that's definitely that's definitely more of an advantage than like being quiet almost muting your voices mm. and you know and and the other big thing too is like I, I think people talk about whole like oh we shouldn't talk about money when all of these things are going on but like this is also the biggest way to like this is like the biggest group of black millionaires probably in the country mm. you understand what i'm saying like nba players right like so so as a result of that like you you're also taking away opportunity that they could be using to fund build do certain things mm. outside just basically playing basketball right there's a lot of other businesses going on so like for me that argument just doesn't hold mm. you know what i mean as, yeah. as i think about it i understand the sentiment in theory i, I get why it would be useful, but like that argument just doesn't hold. Yeah, I um, no, I I see it hundred percent. Like I'm not gonna sit here and advocate against sports coming back because right now I'm enjoying the Premier League. <laughs> exactly right. I'm with you. I'm with you. Um, for for sure. Like I think I think I lean towards megaphone than I do distraction. Hundred percent. But but I mean, I, I for me it always come down to like a. But how many of them really use it as a megaphone? That and that's again that's a. 
secondary conversation. You know right. what I mean? Like you, you still have to right. platform still has to exist. Awesome. You and know? and, and yeah. you know the question the question to that would actually be um okay so how many you say how many of them use use a megaphone? Now would it be worth like if let's say it's only ten percent are really using it as a megaphone, mm-hmm. would it be worth muting that ten percent? No. Right, no, no, like, I'm with you. I'm with you. you know, no, I, I know, yeah. I know. Just yeah. theoretically, yeah, I think right? you're asking, right? Like, yeah. So, would it be worth muting those guys, and then maybe those guys will not have to use social media, or whatever it is, mm-hmm. which is them amongst a whole bunch of yeah. Somebody's going to be looking for a news story. Yeah, but the but, sports really is their avenue, right? That's right. their arena, right? It's a way yeah. to empower them and also empower their voices. Mm-hmm. Why are we taking away from that? Yeah, no, no, you I know? agree. And plus, like, I really want to see LeBron win the championship at LA. Like, you know? yeah, or you know, or the Raptors. You think the Raptors got a chance right now? Fuck yes. Yeah. Oh, you look good, man. They're the okay. first. They're the first team in uh, Florida. They've been in Florida. Oh, yeah. Okay. So one other thing, right? Um, so so I was talking about just generally with the whole sports thing, right? Action versus symbolism, right? Yeah, so there's some things that like. Um, there's some of these things where it's like, oh, putting names on t-shirts, like the 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 NBA will be allowing um, players put certain tags or things on their t-shirts or, or their jersey and stuff like that. That's great and all, but yo, I want to fucking see money, bro. I want to see money. I want to see action. <laughs> I want to see something. I don't. I'm serious. I want cash dollars. Yes, dollars, not check. <laughs> well, actually, I'll take check. We'll, we'll take check. We'll take check. As long as you come out, yeah, we'll take check. But like, the whole point is just like, you know, a lot of the things that we've been seeing has always has kind of been more of a symbolic thing as opposed to action. Like, for example, um, the music industry really pushed that whole blackout Tuesday thing, where uh, we blacked out or everybody blacked out their pages, and you know, in in, in a sign of solidarity. And to, to in that defense, or at least the reason why I would say I did it was because I felt like I wanted. I wanted whoever follows me or whoever this thing. I don't post nothing for nothing, like really. Um, but I want like to kind of just make sure that it's clear that we are all here. We are all feeling this. We are actively doing this. And like, if you're choosing not to do this, that's fine. That's your decision. But like, I want you to see, like, I want you to see the black. I want you to go on your story. And I want you to see you black. Yeah. I want you to just go there and see it and be reminded that yes, this is an issue. But at the same time, that that that's not enough. Like. Like it's that's really just not, that's man. just not enough. Like matter of fact, while you're doing that, you need to be doing three other things. Like that's a quick flick. That doesn't mean shit to like that doesn't don't <laughs> that doesn't like I don't let me say that doesn't mean shit. It it means something. It sends that like a collective message that everybody here feels this very, very strongly. And if you're an organization, if you're a group, this is data for you to basically use to say, oh, we need to fix something now. Mm-hmm. That's that's basically how I look at that. But at the same time, like as a music industry, um, artists are still getting fucked over, right? It's only a small percentage of people that are still basically uh, big wigs in the business, mm. right? It's only a handful of people that are really executives, you know, and a lot of them have to like basically work their way up as artists, right? Mm. Keeping their royalties and all these things to kind of really have the leverage and really put themselves in those positions. But there's a lot of the music industry that's not protected, not supported, and 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 it's predominantly black. Like the fact that there's a urban, urban league or urban di- distinction for music so that they don't put them in the pop category is a problem. You know what I'm saying? So now you're removing the urban thing. Again, that's a great symbolic gesture. Mm-hmm. But are they are those artists going to be getting the funding, support, Same amplification kind of. that the pop artists are gonna get? 
You know what I mean? Like that these these are the questions that we really should be asking. Like there should be deeper action. I know a lot of people have been asking it, right? Like a lot of people have been out here putting it out there. And like I just think that that's something we need to be thinking about actively. Mm. Right? What actions are we taking? Right? Whether it's overtly or inherently and um, what actions should we be demanding from the people that that, that that either serve us or the people that even employ us? You know, honestly, like, yeah, like your company should be doing something, should be looking at and saying, hey, um, this time is hard for not just everybody, but also black people in terms of the trauma and the issues that we've been dealing with. Um, how are we creating resources to help ensure that our workers, our employees, our customers are not being negatively impacted by this? Right. So, yeah. So uh, basically, what are the actionable items in your life when it comes to anti-black racism? Um, and when it comes to the, the makeup of the society that you've signed up to live in, what are your actionable items? Um, number one on my actionable item is see my humanity. That's it. That's all. I feel like that's entry level. Yeah, it shouldn't um, be hard at all. It shouldn't be hard, but apparently it is. Um, and if it's difficult, it's no problem. I can walk you through it. Um, seeing seeing um, somebody's humanity means that um, when somebody gets killed and they don't have a weapon and they're not really a threat, your first question isn't, oh, what must they have done? Yeah. As opposed to, yeah, like this person just got killed with without really being a threat like you know that's I mean? a problem let's look like, into that yeah like bit. don't talk to me about how was yeah. what well, does writing really solve anything um no but people are pissed off because they've been dealing with it for hundreds and hundreds and hundreds yeah. and hundreds of years you know you know it it, it, it does accumulate like it, it really does it adds up a little guys a little um yeah so we wanted to we wanted to check in and talk to you guys about dialogue and crisis um, about us talking past each other and not to each other. About us, you know, not really being able to figure out what the actionable items are. Right. Our fucking... Which is okay. We, that's fine. We just got to talk it out. That's we got to talk it out and we got to think and then be intention. <laughs> and be intentional, man. Yeah. Just like, hey, tell me how you feel, bro. Let's go back and forth. Right? You know and, what I mean? And then do something about it. And then do something about it. Um, I've been slacking on doing something about it, but that's just because I'm tired. You know, it's the middle of the year. It's a lot going on. You'd be but surprised that you are doing things. You don't even know. That's the thing, bro. You you know, I hope. I hope. Um, right. So, yeah. Fuck. Thank you guys for tuning in. Um, appreciate you. Do you have something else to add, my brother? Um, no, I'm all talked out, man. <laughs> <laughs> I don't need to talk too much. I don't need to talk too much, man. Talk too, too much, much talking, yeah, man. Um, we're trying to we're trying to do more now. You know, shit, <laughs> shit. That's the whole point of this, bro. Dialogue and crisis. Yeah, you know what I mean. You know what I mean. All right, everybody. Um, if you like what you heard, please subscribe. Uh, to two takes in a pod everywhere on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. We appreciate um, you. Actually, that's not even two takes in a pod on Facebook. But if you search Yawa Magazine on Facebook, you'll find us. Um, yeah. Follow us on Yawa Magazine. Um, you know, subscribe to the next episode on everywhere. Uh, everywhere. That's Apple, Google, Spotify. Yeah. If yeah. it's popping, we're there. We're there. If it's not that popping, but that's where you are, holla at us. Mm. We'll figure something out. Yeah. But uh, thank you for listening, man. Yeah. And honestly, if you want to feature on the podcast, let me know, man. Um, I'll probably screen your shit, to be honest. But <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I'm man, kidding, straight I'm up, kidding. yeah. I'm kidding, I'm kidding. Yeah, man, just call me Bart's. Yeah. Bart's facts. Uh, yeah, and know. honestly, like we're open to interesting conversations. Uh, we're about wrapping up this collection. Um, this, I mean, we called it pandemic. What, what do we talks. Call it? Talks. Yeah, just basically. Yeah. 
just, trying to the process. conversations we've had trying to process the pandemic really absolutely uh, it came as it came as a surprise to us as i imagine it did to you uh, yeah exactly and, and yeah so we're just about wrapping this up and then we've got some interesting stuff coming for you guys for our next collection so thank you so much for tuning in we love you thank you this has been two takes in a pod peace Cracking? Yeah, man. Yo, yeah. what's the first thing that comes into your mind after I say this? August Alcina. Uh, hmm. I'm now on the third thing, but. That's <laughs> 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 mm, uh, no, fucking funny, man. And <laughs> so fucking accurate. Yeah, dude, honestly, the, 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 the first thing that came to my mind, I don't want to say it out mm. loud on the podcast because. You know, I want our audience to think I'm a good person. Um, you know, yeah. I, oh, I don't actually have to be in real life. I well, technically, want, technically, you technically, <laughs> you know, oh. it, it, you know, you can be a good person with not a good thought about something and be justified in it. Yeah. If that's where you're at, but hey, you know, that kind of nuance isn't allowed in this day. <laughs> it's not. It's not encouraged. August uh, Alcina. I don't know anything about him mm-hmm. as an artist or, right. or a person. All He's I a know. pretty dope artist. I'll, yeah. I'll, I'll give him that. Okay, I'll take your word for it. Um, I, know, <laughs> I know I know someone who's a big fan, so um, I've heard good things. Right. Um, I, to be honest, I got sent an interview that I have procrastinated watching on. <laughs> I mean, we can call it procrastination. Wait, wait, can you, can you speak on this interview, what interview where you sent? Um, the, the one that, like, blew up Twitter recently. Okay, yeah, me yeah. and he sat down with Angela Yee to talk about um, his experiences um, over the past couple of years. Maybe, maybe it's that one. Okay, was there anything particular in this um, interview that was of note when it was sent to you? Um, well, I, I, I can talk about what I saw on the Twitter streets. Okay, I should speak that. I should say that like I have watched the interview. Okay, okay. Well, you want to take it from here? <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm just curious to hear your thoughts. <laughs> well, I didn't watch it. I didn't, I didn't, I didn't watch it because I was like, why? You know um, what? You know what? I, I, I. I Okay, so go. Oh, I, go. I literally have nothing to say. Okay, so <laughs> so my thoughts are, um, you know, I think everybody has a right to share their story. <laughs> okay. Um, and <laughs> so that's like basically free speech, right? One on one. Free speech. Free speech. One on one. Like everybody has a right to share their story. Um, but uh, if I'm if I'm speaking from my perspective or my preference um you know i always recommend that you know what stays you know between two people should stay between two people mm. and like uh he violated that um sometimes people violate that you know what i mean and i don't i don't want to point fingers at you know somebody who might feel um like they were on the receiving end of certain experiences interesting you know what i'm Could saying you describe like, some of these certain experiences uh hmm let me see I can't fully describe them because obviously I wasn't there. No, did um, he describe them? Maybe. Um, I think all he said was, all I'm going to say, and he said everything. <laughs> he said a lot. <laughs> <laughs> but to summarize what, he, what was said, um, was that uh, he was obviously going through a lot in his life, right? And like at the time, in terms of like just dealing with a certain amount of loss, like, and that I can definitely 
understand and respect and recognize really like he's now basically taking care of two of his siblings have died crazy right and he's now taking care of their kids right so he's basically like a single father hmm. right um obviously during that process it was a significant impact on him because that's basically his support system and um also had some health issues as well along the way um so i think during that period beyond his existing support system he found um a uh, friendship and when and uh dismiss um i think particularly jada pinkett smith oh particularly particularly jada pinkett smith um but i, I don't I, I you know my understanding is that like you know they, he was like a family friend right <laughs> my understanding my understanding right like you know respectfully <laughs> you know but um ultimately what 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 ultimately happened well ultimately i think uh he said that he needed to step away from that because mm-hmm. he 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 didn't feel Honestly, I don't know what the fuck he was really trying to say, but he basically said that he didn't feel comfortable in the situation anymore, so he left. And he felt like he was hiding himself. And that's a... Interesting. Yeah, that's that's a normal feeling, right? Yeah. Like, I, like, when I... Wow, I just I just got hit with a whole dose of empathy for yeah, my yeah. Well, when I uh, when I think about that though, I think about you know there are certain situations that come to mind, and I don't want to associate these things because like you know I don't want to uh, what's the word like victim blame or anything like that. But like uh, so the other time I ever hear this is when there's a somebody in a relationship with uh, well, basically. I typically hear see this from the women perspective. And this is the first time I'm saying from the men perspective and it's fucking intriguing. Jesus Christ, like it's so fucking intriguing. Like in the sense that like remember when like a guy is like married and he's like doing everything with his family and then like boom, side chick pops up. Yeah. And it's like da 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 he lied. He you know, yeah. all that kind of stuff he said like he that. He was gonna leave his wife for me. Right. Right. The difference, like, so that that just felt like what August Asino was complaining about. Mm. But the difference is that, like, he was aware that, like, like he, apparently Will was cool. Yeah. Do you understand what I'm saying? So it's like, everybody's cool. Except you. <laughs> Except <bro>. you. <laughs> <laughs> and I don't think I ever got the answers to that. But I do. I don't, on, I don't think I, you ever get the answers on that. Oh, oh, wait, wait, wait. Hold on, hold on. Isn't Jada going on Red Table Talk? She is, and you know that's that's you know that that I respect that move so so much. Ew. I I don't think she content is king, baby. I, I don't think she needs to do it, but you know I understand the uh, impulse. Well, I mean, if you have somebody of the profile of August Alcina like bearing his heart and soul, it sounds like on on a couch with Angela, Angela Yee. Can I also say that like he has also bared his heart and soul on the Red Table Talk as well? Oh, yeah. Was that awkward? Um, I do not recall because I did not watch it, but I know he was there. So it seems like the message has I mean, changed. It, from, from everything I've like heard about him, it sounds like, or him and the situation, it sounds like you know the connection there is kind of real and deep. Right? For him. For I, both of them. I, I agree. I wouldn't dismiss I, I, that, I, I, yeah, like, yeah, that it's, that it's not, not there on I'm, the other side, right? But it's like... I'm just talking shit. Yeah, like, I, mean, I, agree. I, I, yeah. Yeah, I mean, but you show... I mean, the game is the game, nigga. Like... <laughs> Like somebody's gonna feel more like that. That happens no, sometimes. Also, also, I think you, you walk into that kind of situation knowing that like it's one thing to like be in a relationship with someone who's married, mm-hmm. right? Um, and to know and to be okay with it or whatever. It's it, those are all complicated emotions that I can't even pretend to understand, right? Right. It's another Honestly. thing to be in a relationship with Jada Pinkett fucking Smith. <laughs> like and then like be confused as to how it will 
go. You know what I mean? Right. It's it's Jada. Right, but but also doesn't seem like it doesn't seem like um there were there was any understanding. Misun like look, there's definitely misunderstanding in the or, end. Right. Oh, like it was never misconstrued. What yeah, it was. Yeah, it doesn't yeah, like, seem like they ever do. hit it. Like it's kinda like, okay, this is kind of what it is. Like yeah. whatever it is, there seems to be a certain level of like understanding and everybody was like kind of yeah. okay. And then all of a sudden like this. You know like nothing um triggered this to happen apart from like emotions. Mm. It's just emotions. Right. You know, so all right. So yeah. I'm also like basically I'm just, so I keep going back and forth, and probably the way I'm explaining it is probably obvious too, right? But like I keep going back and forth because just like you, how much of a right do you have to come out and just like say this? Because yes, free speech, but at the same time, it's just like there's other people involved, you know? Yeah, there's other people involved, and it's like yo, what exactly is this like issue really? Yo, this you, is why Drake said you should mess with him because he's not messy. <laughs> Honestly, <laughs> <it's> like. <laughs> You know what I mean? Like, okay, please I, let's not spend yeah, another yeah, minute okay, of yeah, my yeah, life. Yeah, on yeah. This. we don't need to yeah. put, put this up. <laughs> oh my god! I just saw something pop up, and I'm just like, yo, let me just let ask. me ask this guy about August. Oh <laughs> it's like, I probably should watch that video. Yeah, yeah, yeah you should. Yeah. It, you, you, yeah. <laughs> but you watch it, and, and and you're like, yo, damn, Angela's good, yo. <laughs> Angela? Oh, ye? Angela, you so fucking dope. Actually, <laughs> I mean, yeah, she like just the way she. She eases into these questions. Mm. Or it, it's, it, it. <laughs> she was along the lines of like, you know, I know that, you know, uh, what's, what's your relationship, you know, status? You know, I know that, like, um, you know, I know for a while you've been friends with um, the Smiths and like, you know, yeah, like basically just eased into it like this thing. <laughs> then <laughs> then August is like, go. I'll just say this. <laughs> oh, fucking dead, man. Okay, um, that is that is not something. Where, uh, anyway, okay. So, what are we talking about today? 